Welcome listeners to Snippets of Knowledge. Today's episode delves into the groundbreaking insights of Jeffrey A. Moore's Crossing the Chasm. This book has become a Bible for tech startups and product marketers alike. We're about to unpack the rich concepts and strategies that have helped countless companies move from niche markets to mainstream success. So whether you're a tech enthusiast, a seasoned entrepreneur, or simply love to keep ahead of the curve on business trends, stay tuned as we explore the key elements that have made this book a must read in the tech and business world. Get ready to be armed with knowledge that might just help you bridge your own market gaps. Let's dive in. Navigating the waves of change in technology, Jeffrey Moore's Crossing the Chasm introduces us to a fundamental blueprint for understanding how new tech makes its way into our lives, the technology adoption life cycle. It begins with innovators, a small group, but the bravest of all. These are the tech enthusiasts who relish in the cutting edge, willing to take risks on unproven technologies simply for the thrill of being first. Then come the early adopters, or as more terms them, the visionaries. They're slightly more pragmatic than innovators, but still love to be ahead of the curve. They can see the potential applications of new tech and are prepared to make substantial investments if they believe it can give them a competitive edge. However, the market share they represent is still minute. Here's where it gets tricky. Between the early market, inhabited by innovators and early adopters, and the mainstream market, lies the chasm. Many tech products fall into this abyss, never to be seen again. If companies manage to cross it, they encounter the early majority. These folks are pragmatists. They're cautious and won't jump on the bandwagon until they've seen substantial evidence that the technology is both useful and reliable. They want to see a track record of success, endorsements from others within their industry, and plenty of support. Following the early majority, the late majority slides in. Skeptical by nature, the members of this group are price sensitive and would probably not adopt new technology until it has become the standard. Their approach is driven by a fear of missing out rather than a genuine desire for the technology. Lastly, we have the laggards. They're the most conservative and might only adopt new technology when it's absolutely necessary or when all other alternatives are no more. They're resistant to change, often skeptical of new tech's benefits, and usually only swayed by economic necessity or increasing social pressures. It's a journey across this life cycle where many businesses falter, especially at that dangerous chasm. But those who understand the needs and characteristics of each group stand the best chance of not only crossing the chasm successfully, but also of transforming their innovations into widespread tools of the future. Let's dive into one of the most critical ideas in crossing the chasm, the concept of the chasm itself. Moore uses this metaphor to describe a vast gap within the technology adoption life cycle that separates two distinct groups of consumers, the early adopters and the early majority. The early adopters are the tech enthusiasts. These are the folks who thrive on the bleeding edge of technology, willing to put up with the occasional bugs and imperfections for the thrill of being first. Their support is crucial for any new tech product. They're the cheerleaders, the ones who build the initial hype and can give a new product that initial push into the market. But here's the catch. They represent a relatively small slice of the population. Now on the other side of the chasm, we have the early majority. They're more pragmatic than the early adopters, a bit more cautious. They want technology that not only has potential, but has been tested and proven. They're the larger part of the market, 
and they prioritize reliability, convenience, and support over the thrill of innovation. It's this gap, this chasm, that poses a massive challenge for tech companies. Crossing it means transitioning from a product that appeals to a small group of innovators to one that meets the demands of the more practical-minded, risk-averse majority. It's like entering a whole new territory where the rules of engagement have shifted. Failure to cross the chasm can mean languishing in the chasm of obscurity, a place where cool ideas and sexy technology don't translate into viable business success. The chasm is where many promising technologies falter and fade away because they just can't make the leap to widespread acceptance. So picture this chasm as more than just a hurdle. It's a massive canyon between two mountain peaks, and crossing it requires strategy, precision, and above all, a deep understanding of who is on the other side and what they truly need and expect from technology. Jeffrey A. Moore's Crossing the Chasm isn't just an analysis of the tech market. It's a survival guide for emerging technology companies. Moore lays down a strategic blueprint to help these businesses make the pivotal leap from catering to a small group of pioneering customers, often referred to as visionaries, to appealing to a more conservative and much larger group, the pragmatists. So, what's the game plan to bridge this daunting chasm? Moore suggests you start by focusing relentlessly on a single niche market. Now, this might feel counterintuitive. You might think casting a wider net grabs more fish, but in the chasm theory, it's actually about making sure you catch the right fish first. Dominate that niche. Become the go-to solution within that space. This approach allows you to create a strong word-of-mouth reputation, which is essential when pragmatists decide where to place their trust. Next up, make a move that's akin to setting up a beachhead on enemy shores. What I mean by that is, establish a stronghold within one segment before charging into adjacent markets. It's about replicable and sustainable success, not random shots in the dark. You know you're ready to expand when you start feeling like the big fish in the small pond, and that's when your credibility starts opening doors to new segments. It's also crucial during this phase to build strategic partnerships and alliances. Pragmatists need reassurance, and nothing says reliable, like strong support networks and endorsements from established players. Plus, these alliances often help to fill in any gaps in your product offering, which can be vital for meeting the complete needs of your customers. Lastly, let's talk about positioning. Moore emphasizes the importance of clear, targeted messaging aimed right at the pragmatists. They want a product that's a market leader. It must solve a clear pain point, provide a user-friendly experience, and come with an excellent support system. Your product must not just be good, it must be perceived as the go-to, the no-brainer choice. In essence, crossing the chasm is about making focused strategic moves. To sum up more strategies, pinpoint and dominate a niche market, expand strategically through creating success stories, forge powerful partnerships, and craft a message that resonates deeply with the pragmatists. It's a playbook on how to grow your user base with precision, a lesson that's timeless in the rapidly evolving world of technology, now let's talk about the gravity of targeting the right customers and how establishing a niche market is pivotal when attempting to bridge that formidable chasm. Here's the thing. Not all customers are created equal when it comes to introducing innovative technology. In fact, the success of crossing the chasm hinges on identifying and appealing to a specific subset of users, those who are most likely to become your beachhead. Why is this beachhead so critical? These are the pragmatists, the early majority who, although cautious, 
are willing to invest in new technology if they see substantial benefit and peer validation. To captivate them, it's about creating a strong foothold in a niche market where the needs are so pronounced that these customers will actively seek out your solution despite the risks associated with innovation. Creating a niche involves a laser-focused approach. It means tailoring your messaging, product features, and even the user experience to align so tightly with your target customers that the product market fit is undeniable. It's about understanding and articulating the pains and gains of this group better than anyone else and positioning your product as the ultimate answer. This not only garners early success within a select group, but also sets a strong foundation for broader market appeal. Moreover, remember that for pragmatists, the social proof is key. They look around to see who else is on board before making a leap. So, when your niche market begins to show signs of satisfaction and evangelism, that's your signal. It's the point where crossing the chasm ceases to be an insurmountable hurdle and becomes a strategic leap towards widespread adoption. The right customers, the niche market you've fostered, they're not just buyers, they are your bridge to the mainstream. In the quest to bridge the chasm that Jeffrey A. Moore illustrates so vividly, product positioning becomes vital. It's not merely about what your product does, it's how you frame it in the minds of your potential customers. To successfully communicate that, you must intimately understand the market you're addressing and tailor your messaging to resonate with the specific needs and desires of that niche. It's about creating a narrative that aligns with the pragmatists of the early majority, those who are looking for reliable solutions and not just the next big thing. Positioning, therefore, is as much about perception as it is about the technicalities of your offering. It takes into account not only the functional aspects, but also the emotional triggers that will make the product a must-have for the customer. It's crucial to ask, what does the product mean to them? And how does it fit into their day-to-day -day life? By honing in on these questions, you give the product a persona that the early majority can relate to and trust, a persona that says this product is essential for solving a problem they actually have. Pragmatists in the early majority need the security of a complete solution, the assurance of no loose ends. This is where the concept of the whole product becomes a game changer in crossing the chasm. Moore speaks of the whole product concept as viewing your product as part of a larger ecosystem. It's not just what's in the box that counts. The whole product includes customer service, post-purchase support, software updates, user communities, and the assurances that the product will integrate seamlessly into the user's environment. In other words, the product must be turnkey. There can be no works in progress for the early majority. They want a solution that works out of the gate and has the support structure to back it up. By focusing on delivering a whole product, you ensure that customers feel they are making a safe purchase. It's the added layer of trust that transforms a niche technology into a market leader. Remember, crossing the chasm isn't about small improvements. It's about holistic, market-driven thinking and delivering a product experience that feels complete from every angle. To sum up, position your product not just by listing features, but by painting a picture where your product is the hero in the narrative of your customers' lives. And ensure that every customer interaction reinforces the message that yours is a whole product, ready to provide the solution they've been searching for. With the right positioning and a focus on the whole product, the chasm doesn't stand a chance. And as we wind down our journey through Jeffrey A. Moore's compelling work, Crossing the Chasm, let's distill the essence of what we've uncovered. 
At the core of Moore's thesis is the idea that technology marketers face a pivotal hurdle, transitioning from a base of early adopters to a mainstream market. Today, in an era of rapid innovation and fleeting consumer interests, the chasm seems wider than ever. Yet, the strategies that Moore laid out remain as relevant as they were in the early 90s. Identifying a target niche, focusing on the whole product, and positioning your offering to appeal to pragmatic customers is not just wise advice. It's a roadmap for the survival of tech enterprises. Business leaders and entrepreneurs should think critically about where their products fall within the technology adoption lifecycle. By pinpointing this, they can strategize on how to successfully steer their ventures across the chasm. What we take from crossing the chasm is not only a set of strategies, but a mindset shift. It's about understanding the psychology of different customer groups and the importance of adjusting your approach to match. The lesson is clear. Innovate for the future, but market for the present. Moore's concepts have withstood the test of time, providing valuable lessons that any tech company from startups to giants can apply to ensure they're not just creating revolutionary products, but also paving the way for their widespread adoption. So as we wrap up, let's remember that crossing the chasm is less about leaping blindly and more about building the bridge piece by piece with strategic intention. Thank you for tuning in to Snippets of Knowledge. I sincerely hope this exploration of crossing the chasm has provided valuable insights that you can take forward. Whether you're in the tech industry or applying these principles to other innovative fields, Jeffrey A. Moore's insights are a beacon for navigating market changes. Don't forget to leverage what we've discussed today as you strategize your own path across the chasm. Until next time, keep gathering those snippets that make for a wealth of knowledge. Goodbye and keep on learning.